What's happening? Thanks for pushing play. Before we get into the episode, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform and please leave a five-star rating and review. Let's get the show out to as many other cash flow veterans out there as possible, those who are looking to secede from the current system and change their life one day at a time. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Cashflow Veteran Daily Newsletter. You can find that at cashflowveteran.com and download my latest ebook. Welcome to Cashflow Veteran. This is John, your host. This is for military members, veterans, spouses, and anybody else affiliated with the military. This show is where fighting for your financial freedom is just as important as your political freedom. Let's get to it. Before I start the conversation with my guest today, I want to get into his background. This is Rob Adams. He's a retired U.S. Navy Chief Petty Officer that has been in the fitness field since 1995. He became a medical physical metaphysical practitioner in 2008, and he is a certified strength and conditioning specialist and health coach, and he holds diplomas as a master herbalist, holistic health practitioner, and a meditation instructor. He is a member of the International Association of Therapists. He resides in Kansas with his two Australian shepherds, Annie, Katie, and three cats, and he is also the boyfriend to my mother-in-law, and it has been a joy to have him uh, in our lives and in our family. And so with that, let's get to this interview with Rob Adams. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is John with Cashflow Veteran Podcast. This is going to be episode number nine. I'm here with Rob Adams. He's actually a, my mother-in-law's uh, boyfriend. They came up from, or came, yeah, came up from uh, Kansas City, Atchison, Kansas, uh, up to Omaha to, to visit us, see the grandkids and stuff. Certainly very appreciative of having you, you know, in our lives and making sure that you're taking care of the mother-in-law while, while we can't be there because that's <laughs> who's taking care of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. And so uh, he has a background. He he was in the Navy, and I, rather than me trying to kind of rehash a lot of his history, and you've already heard a little bit of a summary, I, I want to kind of hear it in his words about uh, what your uh, what has your military experience been like? Where do you come? Where'd you come from generally? But then just tell me about uh, your life in the military, and then a little bit afterward, and kind of where you where you've been going, and we'll dovetail into the. Uh, into business. So, okay. you know, take it away. I come from a military family. Uh, me and both my brothers, older brothers, were all three retired Navy. Uh, joined the Navy in 1980. Uh, was not planning on making it a career. Uh, planning on doing my four years in bail and yeah. ship. But uh, it wound up completing about 21 years, retiring in 2001. Um, Started out, the job specialty I had was pretty much landlocked, didn't do any serious sea time. Then I changed rates when I was uh, what the Navy calls a company commander, everybody else calls a drill instructor. Uh, switched rates and that put me on ships. Okay. And I wished I'd been doing that my whole naval career. That was, I loved going to all the foreign countries, yeah. seeing the, meeting the cultures and several of those countries I really don't want to go back to. <laughs> but. Uh, it gave me a much better appreciation for the country I do live in and the country I do come from, even with all its flaws. Yeah. Um, since then, I have, uh, you know, I backtrack a little bit. My father always told me when we were growing up that no man ever got rich working for somebody else. Mm. Now, I may have a different definition of being rich or wealthy than other people. It's not how many zeros can I put into my bank account. Sure. Uh, wealth, being rich, covers a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, I am content to not have to worry or sweat about paying my bills. Right. Uh, having that nest egg there in case something does happen um, that is catastrophic right. and, and I need a, a, a large sum to handle real right. quick. Um, and since I retired, I say I retired well, 19 years ago, and I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. But I'm uh, branched out on my own. Um, have made several halting attempts before. Sure. Um, it's not easy. It's uh, you know trying to find the market for what you have to offer. Right. Um, 
But I, f- I found that to be one of the toughest things. Just you know, even for anybody that's getting off the ground, you know, it's easy to go. Uh, I need to tell maybe some family about it. Maybe I need to tell some closer friends about it. Um, but as far as how to get that marketing machine kind of up and running mm-hmm. and making sure that your value proposition sees the right people, I mean, honestly, for people getting started, that is one of the toughest things because there's no brand recognition. There's no, um, there's not a big presence that's been out there that shakes people out of their day, daily routines to go, wow, this this thing could actually provide value. And that's certainly one of the toughest things i found. No, and the so. average Joe cannot come up with the cash flow, the capital to put forth the brand name, as you say, right. like these major companies can. Right. You know, we, we can't afford to run 30, 60-second ads on TV. Right. Um, so it's, it's still a learning experience how to get my name out there, what I have to offer right. out there. Um, you know, my, my computer skills amount to, okay, I turn it on, I want it to work. Right, you know, right. And now, <laughs> as we've discussed in my visits up here talking yeah. to you before, website development, okay, if it's not plug and play, yeah. forget it. I, coding, I, I don't know any of that stuff. Right. And, you know, they've made plenty of advances for a lot of that stuff, too, where it has become a lot more plug and play. And I, I really think the technology revolution that we're still going through, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people think that, oh, well, we have all this new stuff. It's all great. We're still in the early stages of this revolution. And that's, I think, really hard for people to understand sometimes. And uh, that's certainly one reason why I got out of the Air Force and really kind of wanted to focus on this was not necessarily to get into the technical side, um, but it, pres- it gives us an opportunity. It's flattening the curve. So to speak, <laughs> aside from the present situation, yeah, COVID situation, yeah, yeah, uh, but it, but it's leveling out. So I mean, a lot of the business structures that have been that have been placed out there uh, have such a large barrier to entry, and the technology revolution has been knocking so many barriers to entry down for just people doing stuff out of their business to be able to just run a podcast like this and being able to connect, you know. For me to be able to make a deal with you potentially on your business that you're running for holistic health and giving my my viewership, my my readership, uh, and and my audience for the podcast a, a great way to plug into holistic health, and that's done on such an easy level. They don't have to uh, go down to uh, just look it up online on on Google or whatever. You know, I can bring some of that stuff to them and support even more local businesses or independent businesses that are mm-hmm. out there. I mean, technology has been a revolution for a lot of that stuff. Now, unfortunately, a lot of the brick and mortar, we're now starting to see some of the issues with that when the government comes down and shuts shut some of those things down. Um, you don't have as much flexibility with there. So, I mean, with this technology revolution, it also means that the ways of doing business are going to c- continue to change. Right. Um, but I, I see a lot of uh, upside and a silver lining through a lot of the change that's been going on because it allows us to sit here and do this. It allows us to connect with people across the world we might have never connected with mm-hmm. to connect our audience to a product that, that might truly, truly benefit them. Um, I mean, just being able to have information at hand to go outside of the medical system and show holistic health mm-hmm. rather than the catastrophic health kind of that our system's built for. Um, and I, we kind of get into that. Before we go, though, what specifically what was your... Um, what duties did you actually have while you were in the Navy? So, Because you and I have had this my, conversation. So, First half of my naval career, I was a mineman. Built, tested, maintained underwater mines. Okay. Blew ships up. <laughs> um, the problem is that job specialty, at that time, there were less than 500 of us in the Navy. Right. So advancement, you had to wait for somebody to die or retire <laughs> to make first class. Yep. Um, so when I was a company commander, I was one of five E-5s that were selected to be a company commander that year. Um, I challenged the DC-1 exam, which is damage controlment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, shipboard firefighting, flooding, you name it. If a casualty happened on the ship, non-medical, we were the idiots that were running towards it instead of away from it. Okay. and uh, proceeded to go through senior enlisted damage control school, chemical, biological, radiological, defense operations, training specialist school, and then I got stuck on a carrier. Um, and I was on board the uh, USS Roosevelt okay. for five and a half years before transferring to shore duty, and then I got 
rotated over to the USS Hawes, which was a frigate, and I wished I'd done tin cans my whole career. That ship was so much fun. Uh, you know, you had a crew of 220, 230 yeah. versus a carrier of a crew with the air wing on board over 6,500. Right. Much tighter knit. Um, but, uh, so, I mean, there you go. Yeah. Um, but again, USS Hawes in 2000, we were the first American ship to render assistance to the USS Cole after she got blown up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The port of Aden. Gotcha. Right on. Well, yeah, so uh, we touched on your, your military background. I want to go just so people could kind of relate and have, you know, the specifics of what you were doing. Um, and you've already kind of started touching on your journey to entrepreneurship, but let's talk a little bit more specifically about what it is that you're doing for uh, yourself and your business um, today. And when did that start? Well, when I was on the Roosevelt, uh, the CNO came down with a mandate for physical fitness and uh, they came out and decided that each department on the ship was going to have to have an aerobics instructor. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, what the heck? Why not? I'll do it. You know, collateral <laughs> duty looks good. So I went and got my uh, certification as an aerobics instructor. Um, but on board the Roosevelt, I met uh, a young corpsman who is now a full commander in the Navy, uh, E-5 when I knew him. He got me interested in bodybuilding. Okay. And um, what I liked about Chuck was he'd sit there and, you know, 200-something pounds on the on the bar and pump out bench presses. And he'd go, okay, how much you want? And I'm like, uh, the bar? <laughs> he said, cool, strip them off. It, it didn't bother him. Hmm. And he stressed form over how much weight awesome. can move. And that, that got beat into my head. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Time went on, got away from it. Life gets in the way sometimes. Um, but I've always, for God, the last 15, 20 years, wondered about all these chemicals we're putting in our bodies. Mm -hmm. You know, here, take some aspirin. Here, take some Tylenol. Here, take this. Here, take that. Here, take this. You know, doctor prescribes this. Do this, do that. We are in a medical system that treats an illness. Mm -hmm. They don't treat the whole person. Right. And in my studies on this journey, uh, I have read and I would venture to guess that 80 to 85 percent of all the illnesses people come down with are because of one thing, and that's stress. Mm. Tell me we're not living in a stressful world right yeah. now. And I'll look at you and tell you your eyes are brown. I don't care what color they really are. Right. Um, we are living in a stressful world. Yeah. And stress, a little bit of stress is a good thing. We, we get into that fight or flight syndrome, that adrenaline pump, that's not a problem. But when it is continued stress over a prolonged period of time, mm -hmm. and we do not have the option of fight or flight, that inner turmoil, inner conflict, that just compounds the stress. Well, when you're under an, a, a long duration of stress, your immune system is lowered. Right. And when your immune system's lowered, you can't fight stuff off. The, the, the bacteria, viruses, all that stuff, they're all opportunistic. Um, I'm in a state of fact here, it's probably gonna shock a lot of people. Everybody has cancer cells. Hmm. We all have cancer. But there's this little magic number on the testing that if those cancer cells don't go over it, you're not diagnosed with cancer. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so one of the things that can cause something like cancer to crop up and actually start multiplying beyond control is a lowered immune system. Mm. So what do we do about this stress? How do we treat the whole person before they get sick and have to start taking all these chemicals? Right. Um, my body doesn't recognize these chemicals. It recognizes natural yeah. stuff. Um, I'm not saying I don't take aspirin or I don't take a Tylenol or stuff. I do, but not as, oh, I get up in the morning, got to take my Tylenol, got to take, why? Right. You know? Um, so I have been on that question journey for a long time. Mm -hmm. Meditation, um, 
you know, a lot of people think meditation is, oh, well, that's just one form. Right. You can be walking down the street meditating right. and still be completely observant of everything that's going on around you. Um, I have a, a form of stress that I like to call psychophysiological, <laughs> and that is, right now, drop your shoulders. Okay? If you're not that way naturally, you're stressing yourself out. Okay, shoulders hunched up, breathing from up here, that is a response to stress. That is your body preparing to go, okay, I need to get a whole bunch of oxygen because mm. the defecation is about to hit the rotary wind oscillation machine, <laughs> and I'm either going to need to run or I'm going to need to fight. <laughs> so I tell a lot of my clients, you know, come in to see me at the gym or whatever. I'm, a, I'm not just a holistic health practitioner. I can't use that term. I do not have a medical license. Professional, there we go. Um, I'm a fitness trainer. Right. And clients come in and see me, okay, drop your shoulders. What are you so stressed about? Well, nothing. Then why are you stressing yourself out? Your body being hunched up like this with the traps tensed up, breathing from the chest instead of the abdomen, is sending the message to your brain, I'm under stress. Therefore, now all the hormonal responses are going to happen, even though you're not stressed. Gotcha. Um, d- d- relax. Yeah. You know, chill. If you watch a dog or a cat when they're sleeping, they don't breathe from their chest. Mm. They're breathing from their belly. Watch a baby. Mm. They're breathing from their belly. Because they, they don't know what stress is yet. Right. You know, they know when they're hungry. They know when they're soiled. And, you know, that's about it. Right. Um... That that's what we need to do is is everybody needs to learn to belly breathe. Yeah, I I, I have so many thoughts going through my head right now too. Like we, <laughs> so the, one of the big keys that I talked about last month for the month of May when I was talking about people's health journeys and went through a, a variety of them. The, the big one of the key principles I had out of there was was an ounce of prevention is worth more than a pound of cure. Oh, right? definitely, so, definitely. And the all the research that we've done when we're talking about how, how do we be better parents how do we you know should we go in in the middle of the night to take care of our kids even if it's gonna uh, leave us a little bit more tired in the day and then we also need to how, how can we get enough rest when when we can and how we can and one of the reasons why we even did that was because of stress and for the children because if they get stressed out especially early on when they're learning so much when they're going through the largest growth period mm-hmm. in there ever and but they're habits and their behaviors are being formed by being too stressed out as children because they're colicky or they're crying. Um, and that's why we have always kind of gone in and try to take care of them and get them to calm down a little bit more and to breathe. And even when they turn into toddlers and even with our seven-year-old, um, who's the oldest one now, when we go through some of those situations where he's not getting what he wants and just kind of loses his mind, you know, your body and the things that you were talking about they don't know your body when it starts releasing those chemicals doesn't know the difference between i just want 10 more minutes on the ipad versus oh my gosh there's someone breaking into the house Mm -hmm. right and so if they train early on behaviorally that they need to freak out about everything that's one of the worst possible things you could do for them over the long term of their life and their health because they're always cued into being stressed out and i certainly agree with that um and we talked about how awesome it is that we have the technology that's helping everybody, but at the same time, it's also <laughs> becoming a distraction where we're not taking the conscious effort to stop, to slow down, to think through things, to be present where we are. So we're not actually gaining skills on how to decrease stress in those moments right. as well. Um, and not, not being mindful about where we are and what we're doing. Uh, and we just kind of go through life. And we just go through life stressed out. We go through white life, for a lot of people, overweight. And we don't know how to do it. But the thing is, is we're not exercising those psychological muscles mm-hmm. um, to be disciplined to do. So, I mean, it's it's kind of almost a death spiral that it keeps compounding, you know, over time to be able to do that. I think you know, your description of some of that stuff just kept, you know, those different ideas kept connecting the dots in my head about why that was so important. Um, so we talked about you know, why, you know, your client's coming in. So let's talk more specifically about the business side of it and what is it that you truly provide and, and kind of walk us through maybe uh, a day in the life of uh, yourself, maybe one of your clients. Like what, what's a, uh, 
what is it like when they come in for you? I mean, you talked about them getting them to calm down, but what other things do you do in your business? Um, and then how do you get that out to the world? I mean, that's one of the tough things, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, th- that is a battle. We're still, I don't want to call it a battle, still learning. Yeah. Um, of course, I have my website, uh, which I do a very bad job of tending to on a regular <laughs> scale. It's it's scheduled, excuse me. It's, yeah, I threw it out there, so okay, whatever. Um, <clears throat> of course, it didn't help that surely after I built it, they came out and did uh, an update to yeah. Elementor, and it's yeah. like, man, I got to go learn this all over again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, my computer skills, it's, you know, well, let me cut and paste, man. That's all I know how to do. I don't understand how this links to this, to that, to this. I, it, I mean, it's like every profession out there, it has its own language. Right. And, you know, it's, you know, my brothers and I get around my mom and my sisters and start talking about our times in the Navy, and they look at us and go, would you speak English? And it's like, well, to us, we are speaking English. Sorry. Um, but, but that's the way it is with me and website development and all that. Um, pretty much, I'm doing word of mouth in my area. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for my business. Uh, haven't really figured out how to sure. t- tweak those yet. Yep. I mean, I do have uh, you know my homepage, Facebook page, and then I have my business as a, a, a page under me where people can schedule appointments and everything. That 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 was easy to do. Facebook made that easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I say right now I'm doing word of mouth in the area. There is a demand for what I have to offer. Um, I have, for whatever reason, I seem to be drawing the senior clientele. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, I have uh, one that is a, God, how old is Joe? He's late 70s Marine, age in the late 70s, who's suffered a stroke, has early onset Parkinson's. Um, my training partner for the longest time, until uh, he started having cardiac issues, to, to no fault of my own. <laughs> uh, um, he's a leukemia patient. Mm. You know, So I always wind up with the special... Yeah, what we call it the, the special needs right. group as yeah, far yeah. as training, but <clears throat> most personal trainers—I'm not going to say most—a lot of the personal trainers that I have come across, they have taken the word "personal" out of training. Yeah, and it's just you want this fine here, do this. I, I talk to my clients. So what's going on, man? Hey, you know, I'm also an ordained minister. So hey, you know, talk to me. What's the deal? What's going on? Um, and, and, you know, they come in, I had a crappy day, this, that, that, and this, and this, and this. Okay, vent. Now shut up and get under the weights. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, Joe, the Marine, he loves coming in to work out, not because, one, it's helping him physically with his strength, right? but exercise is a type of stress right it releases the same hormones as oh my god i'm gonna die stress but it's called you stress eu stress right it's a good stress it's a healthy stress it's short term it's short-lived and it releases a hormone chemical compound called endorphins right and endorphins are more powerful than opium but our body produces it itself, so you're not going to pop positive on a piss test. Right. <laughs> um, it, it's what one, runners refer to as the runner's high. Yep. And you can, I mean, if I miss a day working out, you don't want to be around me at the end of the day because I'm grumpy. <laughs> uh, I, I got to hit the gym. Unless it's, you know, of course, like today, my scheduled day off. Right. Um you have to have a day off from training. Right. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a professional bodybuilder, a marathon runner. You've got to have time for your body to go, Phew, let me recover. Yep. Um, and, and that's, you, you have to have that. 
Right. Your body has to have that break. You've got to have that release from stress. That the fight or flight syndrome served us well with our ancient predecessors. You know, right. you walk out the cave and go, and you're staring at the you know fangs of a saber tooth, right. going, "Oh crap!" <laughs> you know, do I haul butt or do I stand here and fight this 600 pound cat? Right. right. You know that 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 kind of stress kept us alive. Yes, it did. But we can't do that now. You go to work and your boss stresses you off. Sure, you can go what they now call postal. Right. But you just set yourself up for a really crappy life. Yeah. And most people know that. So they deal with the stress internally. Yeah. What do you do about that? You know, I, I, you can go to the gym, have a picture of your boss, tape it on the heavy bag, and proceed to beat the crap out of the heavy bag. <laughs> You'll feel better. Nobody got hurt. Maybe, you know, bruise some knuckles or whatever. But at least you're not bruising them on somebody else and making life miserable for yourself. Right. Yeah. You know, many people do not think ahead. What are they, what are going to be, what's the consequences of my actions here? Yeah. Um, I can handle this in a directed, healthy manner. Right. Or I can go fly off the handle and lose my job, lose my freedom. Yeah. So I hope you can tell from this series that I'm adamant about getting your blood tested. It's one of the best ways for you to get to know more about your body right now. And I hope you can also see the importance of tailoring your nutrition, your exercise, and your health to your specific needs and your specific goals, rather than just going through the guesswork and following a lot of the different fads that are out there. If you want to get that specificity at a very affordable price, it's just a couple of hundred bucks. Reach out to my friend Brandon Groney at amf-usa.org slash contact. Again, that is amf-usa.org slash contact. Let him know that I sent you and let him know that you're interested in getting your DNA tested. Honestly, I've spent over $1,500 for different types of blood testing, and the cost of all that stuff has come way, way down. And honestly, for a few hundred bucks, there's nothing that should be really getting in your way to living the healthiest, best life possible. Well, we're talking, I mean, you're, it, it's almost as if people are kind of walking around in like a default setting mm-hmm. rather than being proactive in how they think, how they act, how they behave. And then also, I mean, just like we said, being mindful in, in that moment in time, but also being able to understand what it is that they probably should be doing and then being humble enough to say maybe I got that wrong mm-hmm. uh, and then dealing with the stress overall. Well, it's, I, I'm, I'm big into philosophy. Mm-hmm. I am what you would call a Stoic. Yeah. Stoic philosophy. Yep. Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the hardest things I believe for people to learn is where do I end and where do you begin? What is my, what do I actually have control of? And where, what is my sphere of influence? Right. Okay. This is going to sound funny. I was a chief in the Navy. I had no control over my sailors whatsoever. Mm. A commanding officer of a squadron a commanding officer of a ship, has no control Mm -hmm. over his sailors. He does have a sphere of influence. Yeah. That's it. The only thing I can control, I mean, I can't even control my body sometimes. Right. You know, you sit there and think, oh, yeah, okay, gas. Oh, crap, that wasn't gas. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you don't have control over your body 100% of the time. Right. You ever had a muscle twitch? Yeah. Yep, okay. Were you controlling that? Hell no, the body was doing it on its own. The only thing I can control is what's between my ears. Yeah. What do I think? If what I'm thinking is not healthy or beneficial or, or advancing my position or improving what I'm doing, my quality of life, why am I thinking it? Yeah. You know, if you want to change your reality, change your mind. Right. Um, my sphere of influence, that does go outside me. Right. I do have influence on the things and people and animals around me. 
Do I have control? Right. No, I don't. They still have, you know, if this chair doesn't want to move, it's not going to move unless I move it. Right. Okay. If my dogs don't want to come to me when I call them, they're not going to. Yep. You know, they still have, I'm not going to say they have that freedom of choice, um, but they, they have free will. You know, beyond my sphere of influence, can I control what's happening in this country right now? No, I cannot. Yeah. All I can do is change how I think about it. Right. Or I can go, you know what? I hear what you're saying. I don't agree. So let's agree to disagree. Right. Now, what can we do to make this situation better? Yeah. One of the things that kind of changed my mindset on, on, on why I should be more mindful was a, a success coach that was talking about what's called the reticular activating system mm -hmm. um, and it's the RAS and what that is like if I was to tell you like I'm going to give you a thousand dollars if you can find me a hundred Ford F-150s the thing is is that thing that's in your brain or let's say you go out and you buy you know a, a very rare car that you don't think anyone else is going to have you have the right color you have the right leather the RAS is that system that will go and find all those things it's the subconscious part that suddenly when you're driving your new car you go I keep seeing this car everywhere, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because it's bringing to the forefront uh, subconsciously what it was. And he talked about uh, in the terms of like reprogramming, why like affirmations are important, why surrounding yourself with people who are in a place in life where you want to be um, making sure that the, the inputs that you have are reinforcing the subconscious view of yourself and being very conscious in how you uh, put information into that subconscious self to make that subconscious self come out as the new version of yourself And that's how you change a lot of your behaviors in your in your right. person And that gets into you know a little bit of those habit patterns and stuff of you have all these new habits Well, if you can actually be much more conscious about it You can take some of those habits and then redirect them in a positive way as well And that does in fact change yourself it changes you down to every cell in your body yeah. in a more positive way which is why kind of positive psychology has um, does have some merit has limitations obviously too um, I do want to shift a little bit on the last kind of major topic that we have uh, do you mind talking a little bit about uh, your book natural alternatives to the common medications what got you to because you're, you're a fitness guy but then on your website you also have a lot of the homeopathic and holistic right um, products that are out there to help people just with their 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 day-to-day lifestyle their day-to-day -day health and so what got you to write this book and again um, all these medications being prescribed mm -hmm. for all these medical conditions that again Western medicine I am not here to preach alternative medicine right if you're sick go to the doctor get diagnosed mm-hmm that's what they went through eight years of med school and whatever, however long internship residency afterwards. That's what they're for. Yep. Me as a holistic health professional, I cannot, will not diagnose. Right. Okay. I don't have that training. Right. I, I, I don't have the, the licensure from the state. Um, but they, the majority of them, I'm fortunate enough that my doctor is an osteopath who mm -hmm. is... Yes, had an MD first, then got continued training to become a DO. Um, what's, what's a DO just for? Doctor of Osteopathy, okay, gotcha. which, which is, they're more into holistic treatment. Gotcha. Let's okay. treat the whole person. I firmly believe that we are a trilogy of mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. um, again, stress accounts for the majority of the illnesses that people come down with um, and that's a mental thing which directly affects the body uh, spiritual health uh, I'm not talking religion here I'm talking spirit I don't care what religion anybody is spirit is spirit a religion is a belief system a worship system uh, spirit is it's in there but you don't have to have a religion to be spiritual. Right. Um, holism treats all three. Um, if you were to come to me and you were, you know, Rob, I'm just, I got this, that, and the other thing, I'll look at you and go, go see a doctor. 
let them do what they're going to do. If they prescribe meds, great. Come back and see me. I will not tell you to stop taking the meds. A doctor prescribed them for you. Who am I to tell you otherwise? Okay, this is what their diagnosis is. These are what the meds are now. What holistic therapy can we add to that mm -hmm. to speed your recovery? Gotcha. Um, I'm, I'm big into herbalism. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe that the pharmaceutical industry in this country, yeah, we won't go there. Makes my libertarian heart go pitter-patter. That's <laughs> <laughs> All started from herbalism. Mm. Aspirin. Okay, white willow bark. That's where they got the idea for aspirin. Mm. White willow bark is full of what they call salicins. And if you look at the chemical name for aspirin, it's acetyl salicylic acid. Mm. Well, guess what your body turns the salicins in mm. white willow bark into? Gotcha. Okay. Yep. The difference between pharmaceuticals and the natural approach Pharmaceuticals, excuse me, pharmaceuticals are going to hit you a lot faster, a lot quicker, and a lot harder with a lot more side effects yeah. than the natural approach. Um, it's the book, I, again, I just cover some. This is by no means all-inclusive of everything possible <laughs> out there. It's not that thick. Uh, but I cover, uh, let's get to the chapters here. A Brief History of Natural Remedies, uh, Cough, Cold, and Allergy Remedies, Digestive Aids, Ease the Pain, uh, Non-Narcotic Natural Pain Relievers. Oh, yeah. Most pain is caused by inflammation. Yep. So this covers natural anti-inflammatories. Uh, I take one every day with each meal, and that's cinnamon. Uh, Z-Time, Natural Sleep Aids. Um, these come without the possible addictive side effects that many pharmaceutical sleep aids have. Um, take a load off. Think about it. Or don't. Uh, general health, and that of which everything is made, which is where I get into energy healing. Energy healing has been around just as long as herbal medicine. Mm. And I'm talking... Uh, it, ancient Chinese and beyond. Uh, today, it's you've heard of Reiki. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's energy healing. Gotcha. Um, different forms. You have hands-on, hands-off. I practice hands-off because in the state that I live in, for me to be hands-on with my client, other than as a, a fitness professional, mm -hmm. I have to be a licensed gotcha. masseuse. Yep. Masseur. Whatever a male massage therapist is. <laughs> uh, and I have a wrap-up. But in here, uh, I cover some very simple meditation techniques. Mm. Meditation has been proven to relieve so many things. Mm -hmm. um, and meditation, again, it, it's not, you don't have to sit there in the full lotus. Hell, I'm flexible at my age, and I can't sit in the full right. lotus without going, oh, crap, this freaking hurts. And, and you're home, home, home. You don't have to chant a mantra. Mantra meditation works for some people. Right. There, there are probably as many forms of meditation out there as there are people in the world. Yep. It's a matter of finding what works for you. Right. Uh, just like you know, I have a client come in. I have a young client now, just graduated from the college in town, who is a wrestler. Okay, why well, he's whopping 140 something pounds? Yeah. He wants to bulk up to 160. So you're talking to the right guy. You know, I, I compete. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Um, but as I explained to him, I explained to all my clients, I could, per chance and all the stars in the universe aligning correctly and everything, write the perfect program for you. Because everybody's different. Right. I said, but your diet. Mm. Yep. It, it, it's all going to be hit and miss. Okay, this is an experiment. Every every time I'm training a client, it's an experiment. Right. Is, you know, they come in, I do an assessment, I see what they need as far as, okay, yeah, they got really great posture. Or they spend all day hunched over a keyboard. Okay, well, we got to fix that. Right. Okay. So they get corrective exercises as well as what are your fitness goals. Right. Okay, now we're going to blend the two together. I'm going to hit the corrective stuff to get... 
alignment straight, mobility right, flexibility, before we really start getting heavy into this other stuff. Right. Because if I start straight here, I'm compounding this problem. Right. So it's hit and miss, just like meditating. It's hit and miss. It's some, sometimes mantra meditation works for me. I will sit down, I'll go half lotus, sitting Indian style, and grab my mala, Tibetan prayer beads, mm -hmm. and start chanting and counting my chants. Mm -hmm. um, it, yeah, I understand the significance of the 108 beads and all that. We're not going to go into it right now. Um, and there are other times when it's just, you know what, I'm just going to sit here. I've got an app downloaded that will guide me yep. through a meditation. And then other times when I don't need the guiding, I don't need the mala, I can sit there and I'll do what they call a candle meditation. Which app is that? Do you remember what it's, the... You can actually, it's uh, go into either your, your like iPhone, iPhone app, or, app store or whatever, okay, yeah. whichever version you have, and VA Health. Veterans oh, Administration. Really? You go to the VA Health, and uh, it, it's the same app that will give you, a, you know, a portal to the yep. VA Health ad gotcha. Administration system. But they have an app inside there that's a meditation app, and this is all free. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm download, really glad I asked that question because I, I think that's a really good thing for a lot of the veterans and stuff that are out there that have access to that. You so, can download yeah. that app, and then they have, I don't know how many different types of meditations in there. Yeah. Once you download the app, you can download each individual meditation. Mm -hmm. And and you can set it for something as short as two minutes, just following your breath. Or, you know, you can go for 30 minutes, right. whatever. But meditation releases stress, mm -hmm. reduces heart rate, reduces blood pressure. So many studies have been done on, yeah. done on it. Yeah. And it is so beneficial to your health. Increases cognitive ability. Yep focus everything uh i don't expect everybody to turn into a tibetan monk and be able to levitate yourself or change <laughs> your body temperature or you know drop your heart rate to one beat per minute those guys have been doing it for years and years and years and years and years for hours on end a day right i don't have i'm sorry we got to make a living yeah yeah you know um but meditation is such a big thing and i have a, a book that i brought it with me um titled Epictetus, and it's uh, a handbook for living. Epictetus was Marcus Aurelius's teacher. Marcus Aurelius, Emperor of Rome. Have you ever seen the movie Gladiator? Yep, yep. Okay, well, the Marcus Aurelius... The I, Commodus, I, have, I have his meditation somewhere here yeah, in the library. Yeah, he's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, but he learned from Epictetus, Epictetus yeah. was his teacher. Gotcha. And even though I love the meditations, he picked it as just so much easier to read because it's just like, okay, here's the point. Yeah. Move on. Um, and you go, Marcus Aurelius's meditations were written when he was fighting the Germanic hordes. Right. Um, in his off time. Yeah. Uh, and we all know what that's like. But uh, just reading that and, 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 and of course, mine's all highlighted and marked up because you know there'd be certain ones that, damn, that makes sense. You know, yeah. uh, it's just like reading the Bible. It's yeah. okay. This makes sense to me today. Tomorrow, I read it and it goes, yeah, I mean something totally different today because right. that's what my mindset is when I'm reading it. Yep. But it, it's a different way of thinking. Yep. So I really appreciate the conversation that we've had. Um, it's been informative. I, I learned new things that I, I certainly didn't know before. So I certainly appreciate that. And the last thing I really want to touch on is you talked about building that launch vehicle to get you to that star that you're trying to reach. And really, that's what, at least this month, I mean, it's what Cashflow Veterans about to begin with anyway. But specifically, when I'm talking about people um, improving their personal economy, it's everything from uh, getting your mind right, being in the moment, mm -hmm. you know, taking you through those different facets of your life whether that be, you know, what you eat, what your diet is, what the health aspects are, what um, type of herbal solutions you might be able to find. It might be going to the doctor and actually getting things removed or getting prescribed a certain thing, but it also might be people going with their spouse or their significant other and actually going to uh, get counseling to help them communicate better. Mm -hmm. um, it's about starting business. It's about learning sales and marketing. It's about understanding each little aspect of you being excellent for yourself that prepares you uh, to be the best possible 
um, vehicle to help other people. Right. You have to help yourself first before you can truly, truly bring out the best in other people. As a trainer, <laughs> I, I've seen trainers out there that you want to look at and go, dude, when are you going to start practicing what you preach? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Why are you in here training when you could probably lose 80 pounds yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's in this permabulk stage. <laughs> there you go. So what do you have for dinner? Big. Um, it is, you got to practice what you preach. Yep. You have to believe in yourself. And sometimes for people, that's hard to do. Yeah. You know, hey, I've got these great grand ideas, you know. Ah, bull crap, it'll never work. Right. You know, it is that self-defeating behavior. Yeah. I suffer from it. You have to love yourself. Yeah. Not to the point of arrogance. One, one of the guys that's really helped me, his name's Anthony Samaroff. He's a Scottish guy. He does a Scottish Liberty podcast, but he's also kind of a life coach as well. And so I read his stuff and some of his being very forgiving, but being learning how to coach yourself, being a very forgiving coach of yourself, kind of putting yourself in two different uh, states of mind when right. you're talking to yourself, when you're trying to develop a new habit and get on the right thing. And, you know, sometimes you're making your habits you're, that you're trying to gain too hard. Start easier start to make it attainable and let that compounding effect of being able to day in and day out hit that goal again and again and again uh, builds your ability to, to be able to forgive yourself for when you don't succeed at it and then to hop back on that horse again and just keep going um it, his stuff is is pretty phenomenal well, that's you know goal setting right you have to set you know got this big great grand goal but you can't leap there you got to have little steps along the way yep because if you if you, if you set the bar up here and you try to hit that bar every day and you fail every day, right. you're gonna give up. Right. But if you set the bar down here with the ultimate goal, the bar being up there, mm -hmm. that's just like training. Yep. You know, yeah, I got the bar today. Right. Okay, tomorrow let's move it up just a little more. Yep. And do it again. Yep. You know, um, and if you don't hit it, don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. Just like learning to meditate, you know, focusing on the breath. You know, you sit there, your mind is going to wander. Yep. Everybody has this concept that meditation is about getting a blank mind. Are you dead? The brain's designed to think. Yeah. So it's going to think. Yeah. Don't ask it to stop doing what it was developed to do. The object is to focus that thinking on one thing. Mm -hmm. And so your mind is going to wander while you're sitting there trying to feel the air going in and out of your nose. But don't sit there and go, God damn it, breathe. It, it's very gently right. nudge yourself back and go, okay, all right. All right, I thought that. Back to the breathing. Yep. Be easy on yourself. Yeah. All right, so we're going to conclude there. Uh, the last thing that I have for you for a question is where can people find more about you, follow you on social media, where can they get to your your website and your services. I'm on Facebook, Rob Solistic Health. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Twitter, Rob Solistic Health. I'm on Instagram, yeah. Rob Solistic yeah. Health. Uh, and the uh, email is what is my email? I never write myself. Rob at robsolistic.com. <laughs> Actually, the website is robsolistic.com. I left the health off just so people wouldn't be sitting at I hate those long yeah, I get it. website addresses. Yeah. What the hell was that? <laughs> so it's just robsolistic.com. And that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook would be robsolistic also. Yeah. So as I'm building my audience, they'll be able to come back and have all those links in the show notes for anybody that uh, wants to get a little bit more things that they can buy from your store and ship to their house and everything else as yep. well from the, the herbalist kind of side. I make all my herbal compounds are made by me in my kitchen in very small batches yeah uh that way i can ensure that i know what is going in them all the herbs yeah. that i purchase to use are non-gmo certified organic and, organic yeah. and all that all right uh, awesome rob thank you so much thank for you by. thanks for being in our life thanks for you know being an awesome person for my kids to play with and stuff too and thanks for you know, everything you've had for me over, over the years that we've gotten to know each other too. I certainly My pleasure. Thank you. All right.
sales and marketing is one of the most important things for you owning or starting a business. In fact, when you're starting a business, you wear every single hat. And the thing is, is we actually sell, influence, and market things every day by the types of shirts we wear, the shoes we wear, the watches we wear, the cars we drive. I mean, you name it, we are constantly advertising for someone else. Now, rather than just taking a whole bunch of different personality tests that are out there, some are obviously more scientifically valid than others, one of the best things that I did for myself was taking Perry Marshall's DNA marketing test. It answered the question, should I be writing advertising shop copy? Should I be trying to do face-to-face -face sales? Should I try to do webinars? Should I try to produce more video content, doing audio content? Should I try to get into negotiations? Should I take the time to be a website designer? And one of the crazy things that I found was I should be talking to people. I should be getting face-to-face -face and I should be doing copy. And that's why I do my email list every single day so that I can practice something that I'm already ready to do. And the fact is, I figured that out. As soon as I took this test, I thought about all my pr previous experience. It's why I enjoyed doing instructing within the Air Force for so long. It's why I enjoyed uh, my political science major in writing persuasive papers and actually why I actually enjoy getting in front of other people and discussing ideas and having very healthy debate with people about it. It's why I enjoy doing that. And honestly, when I took this test, my score is 7947. And you know, that means nothing to you. I just know specifically what I'm supposed to be focusing on as a sales and marketer has actually made it much more enjoyable as I've started building my business. So with that, go to cashflowveteran.com slash marketing DNA. Take your DNA test today so you know exactly where to start. And don't focus on the things that you're not good at. Focus only on the things that you're good at to get your entrepreneurship message out there. That's the episode. Thanks so much for listening. I really would appreciate your support through any of the advertising, the affiliate links I share, or you can go to cashflowveteran.com slash support and click on the $5 tip jar and send a cup of coffee my way. Also, I'd love to hear from you. And you can easily do that by downloading the anchor.fm app and leave me a voice message with a comment or a question or a topic that you'd like me to cover. And I'll see what I can do with that. Take it easy.